The debate about Diablo 4 continues to escalate around seasonal formats. Should it be changed? Should it not be changed? We've reacted to some videos before from the Comeback Kids as well as Asmongold, and we kind of have both videos in one now. The Comeback Kids came out with a video that said Diablo 4 is in serious jeopardy, and then Asmongold reacted to it and said the title was Diablo 4 is in danger. Now, I want to engage with what a lot was said in the video. This isn't going to be like a straight reaction. I'm not going to like pull up the video and show it to you. I'm going to pull out some of the things that were said and really ask the question, do casual players matter? Do they not matter at all? I think this is a good discussion about more than just Diablo, but I've made my own predictions about what I think new players as well as casual players will do in Diablo 4, and it seems that many are agreeing with me, but I do think it is a good discussion. Many think that the casual players simply do not matter and should not be worried about if they decide to leave the game. Now, I put all of the good information right here at the beginning of the video. That way that you don't have to go looking for it. So make sure you hit subscribe. Make sure you hit the bell button so you can be here for these live talk shows. Diablo 4 is a hot topic lately because it seems to become the centerpiece of an ongoing debate. Do new Diablo players or casual Diablo players, do they matter in the grand scheme of things? Much of my own content has centered around my own predictions about what would happen with respect to player reception. Now, rather than retread all of that, since much has already been coming true, I think it's readily seen as coming true before Season 1 even lands, I thought it would be good to engage with a reaction video. Now, I'm not going to be reacting to it. I'm going to be engaging with some of what was said between the Comeback Kids and Asmongold. They put out a video saying Diablo 4 is in serious jeopardy. I really like their content. If you're looking for good Diablo 4 content, make sure and check out the Comeback Kids. We have reacted to one of their videos before, and I always appreciate Asmongold's insight and opinion on these matters. He's been in the business for a very long time. So I thought both of them made solid points, and I didn't agree with everything that was stated. So first, I kind of want to walk through what the Comeback Kids video says, but I'm also going to be interweaving that secondly with what Asmongold thinks obviously I'm going to share my own thoughts I think some of what Asmongold says is spot on I think some of what the comeback kids say is spot on but he has some things that I just don't agree with specifically Asmongold lastly I will give you my own thoughts and invite discussion. I want to know what you think. This is a very, very long-going discussion, actually. This has been something that's been going on even before Blizzard and Diablo 4 decided to hit the stage with what seems like a hot and divisive topic. The strong opinions in the gatekeeping won't really be the deciding factor. I ultimately think this is an economic decision for Blizzard. Now, before we look at what was said, I do think we need to define what casual means. I think part of the problem with this discussion is the fluidity with which casual is used. For the sake of this video and discussion, I'm going to break it down into two camps. First, there are the hyper-casual players. I believe they've already moved on. They don't tend to play games for very long. They tried out Diablo 4, didn't really hook them, and they have stopped playing. They have since moved on to something else. Now, that doesn't mean that if you stopped playing, you're hyper-casual, okay? There are some people who stopped playing for very different reasons. I myself stopped playing. I don't consider myself hyper-casual. I was planning on playing this game for a very long time. So, But I do think in the realm of when we're speaking about casuals, 
hyper casuals are commonly the, the one that everybody assumes well that's how everybody is i think there's a second group of casual players that is very important and i'm going to call them contextual casuals okay these are players who are still playing these are players who their context does not allow them to play in a hardcore way maybe they have a job maybe they have a new baby whatever it is that's going on Contextual casuals, I think, are very important in this discussion because they're getting thrown out with the bathwater. I don't think we're looking at this nuanced enough. We just say, oh yeah, casuals, who cares about casuals? If they're hyper-casual and they've already moved on from the game, that's probably a true opinion or at least a true outlook to say, well, do they really matter if they've already stopped playing? I'm having in my mind the people who are still playing who are more contextually casual than, you know, casual by their nature or their own choices. It's just the way that they are having to play games right now. That's just the cards that they've been dealt. So let's take a look at some of the things said in this video. For the sake of efficiency, I'm going to be sort of going through essentially Asmongold's video because he reacted to the comeback kids. I don't want to have to like come back later and say, oh, and this is what Asmund said in response. I'm just going to be kind of going through the flow of the video. There are significant portions of the video I am not going to interact with. There were things that were talked about that are not pertinent to our discussion. So if you want to see the whole video, you can watch the one of the Comeback Kids or you can watch Asmund Gold's reaction video. I would give love to the Comeback Kids. Zach doesn't need your help. Anyway, the video kicks off with the Comeback Kids claiming that players are dropping from the games at an alarming rate. This is something that has been a topic of discussion lately. Player exodus is a concern. It's something that I've been concerned about, especially when Season 1 finally gets here. He then points to the emerging drama about Seasons, essentially splitting the player pace in half. Now, he seems confused by the drama, the comeback kids, that this is an ARPG, right? Why why does anybody expect it to not have that seasonal model, right? Many people have taken that posture and attitude. Now, right off jump, I can say I wasn't surprised by this. Numerous times I said this would be the outcome. I have also said that the seasonal character reset hasn't even truly made landfall yet. The real fallout will be when it actually hits the player base at large. The vast majority of players are not checking Reddit. They're not on Twitter. They're not checking YouTube. Okay? The massive amount of players playing this game right now that have no idea about the seasonal format, they're in for a rude awakening in a couple of weeks. So if it has hit this fever pitch already on the internet just recently, imagine what it's going to look like when it finally lands on the entire player base. When that reality hits, I believe there will be massive player exodus. Now this is when Asmongold weighs in, and he says that part of the problem is Diablo's mass appeal. People heard Megan Fox talking about it, so they're playing, or they saw a commercial on TV. I myself, before the game launched, said this game will have mass appeal because this is the first Diablo launch ever to be simultaneously on PC as well as console. And there's a lot of console players out there that are just playing the game because there was nothing else really to play and this one looked cool the trailers were awesome the cinematics were very strong and as asmund gold said you got megan fox talking about it so that's going to get some people's attention now even he concedes that blizzard admitted recently a lot of the player base haven't even finished the campaign 
You've really got to consider that. You have tons of players still playing a month in, and they haven't even beat the campaign yet. These are your contextual casuals. They're not a hyper-casual. They've not walked away from the game. They're still plugging along, but they haven't even completed the campaign yet. Now, he concludes, this is Asmongold, he concludes that it doesn't matter. These players are normies, and casuals are just going to come through the game, and they're going to come out on the other end, and they're not going to continue playing. And he says that Diablo does not need to appeal to those people, okay? This is when I think the two categories are very helpful. At one level, I think Gold is right. Hyper-casuals who have already moved on, or all they're worried about is checking the campaign box, and they're never going to come back again. I agree, you can't really appeal to those people. You don't even really know what they want. I mean, I don't know how you would appeal to people who are so easily just moving from game to game to game. They're not looking to sort of stick the landing and stay with the game. So, at one level, I think he's right. But the contextual casuals who are still playing, I think they matter a lot. And I think there's probably a lot of them. This game has been out for exactly one month at the time of me recording this, and anybody still playing is not exactly a casual in my book. But again, it's life circumstances that typically lead to this sort of thing. If I were still playing, I would be in this category. I stopped playing because I got bored, but I also saw that I could play the campaign on a new seasonal character, and I'd be able to grind the seasonal objectives and the battle pass while doing the campaign, so it was a real easy decision to stop playing, all right? Also, if I was still playing, and even when I do play, my life dictates just a few hours a night, maybe one to two if I'm lucky, got a lot going on. I got two kiddos. I do a lot of work for the YouTube channel, right? So I don't have time to put all that time in. But acting as if players in my situation don't matter, I think is a little presumptive. We would be in the game. We would be spending money. But if you make these requirements an immovable thing, a non-negotiable, a lot of people, I think, are just going to walk away. If Blizzard runs the numbers and they see that there's a lot of contextual casuals and they vacate the game when Season 1 starts, or maybe they just look at their Battle Pass attachment rates and it's not where they want to see it, that's bad for that bracket of player? Well, I can't imagine them ignoring that and saying, well, you know, we agree with the gatekeepers. If you don't want to make a new character, then just don't play. The loss of potential revenue will be a big motivator here. Now, Asmongold went even further and claimed that these people would complete the campaign, do a few nightmare dungeons, and move on. I completely disagree with this as well. I find it hard to believe that someone would put that level of time in and just walk away as soon as the first season and the first battle pass shows up. Battle passes are huge drivers right now. Imagining that all these players are just going to leave and they're not even going to consider the battle pass I think is a strange conclusion, especially given the draw of live service games, given the draw of a battle pass. If you've played the game that much, you've beat the campaign, you've played a few nightmare dungeons, I can't imagine just cold shouldering the season one and the first battle pass that shows up. Then the comeback kids had their own thoughts. They think that the the developer response in the next dev update and how they handle things will make or break the game in the next six months. Asmund seemed to think that proactive changes and fixes, that's what's going to make or break the game. Okay, His issue is that obvious fixes are just not happening. They're being withheld to a date that nobody knows. He really has some issues that certain fixes are not going to show up until Season 2. He doesn't see the point in playing Season 1 while all these things are just remaining unfixed. The comeback kids... 
think that there's a doomsday scenario headed to the game. Like many people are looking at what's happening right now and thinking it's about to be bad. There's, there's going to be a lot of players leaving, going to be mass player exodus, and and it's going to be bad for the game, right? Asman chimes in with an idea that I fully support. He thinks that folks who already bought the battle pass should be able to complete it with alternative objectives in the Eternal Realm. So essentially, split the battle pass from the season. Don't have it attached to the seasonal objectives. Don't have it attached to seasonal character. Just let the battle pass be achieved and done and completed in the Eternal Realm with alternative objectives. He's even okay with the Eternal Realm getting all the seasonal changes. Now, I personally think that everything should be doable in the Eternal Realm except for expedited leveling and the ladder races. I don't think that makes any sense in the Eternal Realm. I think you can leave that in the seasonal grind. Once they finally bring ladder races to the game, then that's a nice value point for the people that like it. I actually think completing both the seasonal objectives in the battle pass, according to both the tweet and the DM that I have, while in the season means you can have these things jump over into the Eternal Realm without that much trouble. The problem with Asman's suggestion is that if you just do that for Season 1, you're not really kicking the can down the road, you're kicking a hand grenade down the road. Once Season 2 hits, everybody would be even more confused. Well, I don't understand. I was able to do this in Season 1. Why Why can't I do it now? You would probably just add more confusion and frustration than it's worth. If Asman, Asman gets into a bit of a heated debate with someone in his chat who thinks that people should have researched the game better and life's not fair, right? Because in Asman's mind, it wasn't handled that well. Clearly, tons of people had no idea this was coming and they already bought the game. They already bought the battle pass and someone in his chat's like, well, that's just life, man. Life's not fair. And I think he deals with this rather well. Asman's like, people play video games to forget about life not being fair, right? To escape the unfairness and the unjustness of the world, right? They don't want to experience life's not fair in a video game, okay? Now, to a certain degree, there are times where you have to say not everybody can win, right, in competitions in PvP. But in this scenario, doing right by consumers who bought something and had no idea it was going to require what it's going to require, I think is probably a good outlook. And the players are essentially being punished, according to Asmongold, for something that was not communicated clearly. And I think he's right. This was communicated in a great way to those of us who read every blog post, we watch every dev update. But the average gamer, there was no way to know about this system. And even if they did know, it is so naturally unappealing to non-Diablo players and non-ARPG career players, it wouldn't have gone over well even if they had found out ahead of time. I think the average player looks at this and doesn't understand it. It is definitely something you have to experience to understand why it's appealing, but you also have to experience it in the right way. Many people forget that Season showed up to Diablo 3 two years after the launch. By the time that happened, people were willing to give it a try. You had plenty of characters, plenty of maxed out experiences, and you were probably burned out. It was time to try something new. This is coming relatively close to the launch of the game, and I think that's going to make it even harder sell to newer players or players that are just unfamiliar with it. 
They then spend a good amount of time debating how games can have like spike up and trend downwards, right? Asman has to dispel this notion that there is a significant problem because they had a lot of players at launch and now a lot of people aren't playing, right? He has to kind of dispel that notion like that's super common, that's not alarming, that's totally normal. And I think he's right, but I also think that the seasonal format in Diablo 4 is going to accelerate Exodus as opposed to to rhythmically combating it okay seasons are supposed to rhythmically combat exodus it's supposed to kind of bring people back give you something to do and then players slowly drift again they either get everything done maybe they don't like the season what have you and then they kind of drift and then they come back again for the next season i actually think the seasonal format is not going to help with that i think it's going to be a big driver away from the game and many will just never return in other words i do think launch numbers always trend down that, that that's not indicative of a problem i'm not trying to claim that the big spike up in the in the drop down that's not indicative of a problem that's normal for virtually every game that comes out but seasons are meant to counteract that and in diablo 4's case i think they're going to be adding to the exodus then they go back and forth a bit on what should change and when and i don't really have any strong opinions on this now they agreed that it didn't make sense to wait until season two for the gem tab okay this is something that's very frustrating to you know hardcore players people that are putting a lot of time in they're like why can't you put the gem tab in uh, ahead of time why, why why do we have to wait all the way until we get into you know season two but asman does not agree with the doom and gloom outlook he also thinks that ladders are not coming to season one because there's too much broken stuff that would be discovered and ruin it. Then they both agree that changes are taking way too long to be implemented. And Asman says something that I think the current seasonal model is totally at odds with for the newer, the casual player. He doesn't think the devs should seek to keep players in the game indefinitely. He thinks they should seek to get players to come back. And I happen to agree with him. My issue with this is the current setup will only appeal and bring back one type of player, career Diablo and ARPG players, okay? If, if, if Vasman's premise is correct, that you shouldn't really be seeking to just keep people in the game indefinitely, you should be trying to model it in a way so that they come back. I think that's a more tenable goal. I think that's more possible to achieve. It's really hard to keep people in a game indefinitely. There's tons of games out there, and if you can get people to lean into that rhythmic engagement, they can feel a lot of satisfaction, and you can make a lot of money. I think that's a problem right now from an economic standpoint, given how the battle passes are, I think, less appealing to a hardcore audience. Battle passes tend to be appealing to the more mid-lane player because it's a passive grind. It's just something that happens automatically. It's not something that hardcore players are typically looking out for. They're looking for best in slot or they're looking to grind the endgame or they're looking to do the ladder race. And that's ultimately where the rub's going to be. Then he says something very similar to something that I've always said. He says, it's better for people to walk away from a game than to be pushed away. And this is a real sticking point in my mind. The seasonal character reset is pushing players away, without question. And the way the community is responding is compounding it. I've lost count how many times people have told me I must be a new Diablo player, or I don't know what I'm talking about, or that I just don't understand Diablo, okay? Many of these are young bucks that didn't even play Diablo 1, all right? I had Diablo 2 installed on an external hard drive so I could play it when I worked in the mall. I've been playing Diablo since Diablo became Diablo, so to be told that I'm not really a fan or I don't really get it is 
hilarious because I actually do like Diablo and I've played it for a very long time. The game evolved to this state and to argue as if the game can't evolve beyond this state or make changes is strange. The sheer hubris to think that the game has arrived and all the changes done up to now from Diablo 3 to save it, well, we don't need to change the game any further. And to think that way after there's just so much clear evidence this game wasn't even ready for launch and even seasons aren't ready to launch in a complete state. It's weird to have that level of confidence and that level of defense for a game that has come out barely baked. I mean, it's baked, it's finished, but not really. Then, as the video is concluding, the Comeback Kids call for lowering of player casualties, and I could not agree more. I think the current format is going to expedite the player casualties. Many of us have left because of just elements of the game being boring. I think damage resistance in the base game scaling up the more you level doesn't make any sense. I think that makes more sense in the end game. It slows down the action. It makes leveling feel like you're getting weaker. And the way that they did the non-linear upgrading and leveling up through your skills. So, by the time I get to 26, I pretty much use the base, you know, amount of attacks that I'm going to use for the entire rest of the game. Nothing felt like it was changing. It all felt very static. So, plenty of people have left, and the problem that the comeback kids see, and as I see it, is those casualties will increase when Season 1 starts. But Asman disagrees. He thinks this is the natural outcome of the game being a seasonal ARPG. My problem with this take is, you're basically saying seasonal ARPGs naturally push new players away. And that again is an economic mistake. It won't take away from committed hardcore ARPG fans to let the Eternal Realm grind a battle pass or seasonal objectives. The argument continues to boil down to, this is how it is because this is how it's always been and I like it. Asman ends the video by saying, the game is doing better than many others make it out to be. He does not believe it's all doom and gloom. So what are my thoughts on this? I've shared my thoughts sort of throughout, but fundamentally, where did I land after watching this? I think this discussion always breaks down into two camps. First, you have the ardent defenders against any change at all. These people just genuinely don't make sense to me. You're defending a seasonal model that evolved and grew into something during Diablo 3. Posturing as if this is just how it is, or this is how all ARPGs are, it just shows you played a whopping two ARPGs in your life, and you think this model is the be-all, end-all, as if this is the defining way to do ARPGs. You young son, and we all know it. <laughs> the second group is full of a variety of people. Some are like me. They see good reasons to reset a character. Heck, I've done it myself. I would likely do it in Diablo 4 from time to time. I think starting with a fresh character can be fun. You get that new car smell. You get that early game experience where everything happening is exciting. I can see the wisdom in it. I can see the genius in the design. But we also are in this mix and we just want the option to not always have to do it. I'm not some brand new player who's clueless. This isn't my first Diablo. And I'm like, ah, yeah, sometimes I don't want to do that. I might want to continue my base level character that I've worked for the past however long on. Four weeks, five weeks, what have you. We commonly, people in my position, we get lumped into another player group, the new player. I also think the new player is on the other side of this issue along with me. Again, this is breaking into two camps, and the camp that doesn't really want to start over every season is not just new players, but folks like myself get tend to thrown into the bin with them. The fact of the matter is, if Blizzard sees good economic reason to make a change, they will do it. 
They won't stand on ceremony or insist, well, this is just the way it must be for all time. Money talks, and I believe that element of this debate is on my side. I think a very large number of players will slope off and not buy the battle pass, and that metric will be compelling enough to warrant a change from Blizzard. Now, that change could come in a variety of ways. They could simply make the battle pass accessible since it's the moneymaker, right? But disconnecting the battle pass from the seasonal objectives would feel like a half measure. A change like that may end up also backfiring because people buying the battle pass and then finding out they're getting a lesser experience simply because they won't start over would probably be pretty irritated. I think this type of change could leave all of the great value points of starting a new season account or character, you could leave all that intact. And that also is what gets lost in this discussion. You can start over, you can grind, you can ladder race when it finally shows up, you can do that until you just can't take it anymore. Nobody wants to take that from you. That You can keep doing that, and folks can have the option to just opt out and grind the objectives and the battle pass in the eternal realm and sure they're not ladder racing they're not engaging with all the things you're engaging with but they get to see the little pretty things drop and the little check boxes happen and that get and that engages a part of their mind that creates revenue because they're going to keep playing and they're going to keep buying so in the end do casuals matter well i think they do ultimately Players just want options, and those options would keep a lot of people playing, in my estimation. And if you can connect that with something that will make Blizzard money, I can see this getting addressed sooner rather than later. So let me give you my thoughts and my conclusion. I feel like this is both Asmongold. I feel like if you have both Asmongold and the Comeback Kids making videos about this topic, it has to be hitting a pretty big high level of attention at Blizzard. And the thing I keep coming back to is, folks keep claiming this is only new or casual players that want this. I have serious doubts that both new and casual players have managed to get this topic to such a fever pitch on the internet. The internet is the place that is notorious for being where all the non-casuals hang out to discuss things. So as I have said a few times already, the seasonal character reset hasn't really truly made landfall yet. If what we're seeing right now is any indication, I think the response will be tectonic. In other words, the fact that this has risen to such a debate and discussion point on the internet of all places means it's really going to hit a fever pitch when everybody else in the player base experiences this. Reddit and Twitter and YouTube... That's not where casuals hang out, okay? If that's where you hang out, you may be a contextual casual. You may not be able to play that often, but I wouldn't consider you a casual player, especially if you're still playing the game after a month. The second thing I want to say is, I also have to appreciate that even Asmongold thinks something should be done for Season 1, and that weak point in the armor is just the beginning, in my opinion. It's hard to defend against the request for a change a change as simple as this, right? Let people do the battle pass. When someone of this size, notoriety, and even authority on the subject says, yeah, just let folks have it. I do think that if Blizzard wants to address this, do it right, and then that should be the standard. If one season is allowed to do this, that'll do more harm than good. My conclusion is this. I don't think the subject will go away anytime soon. The word casual gets thrown around to such a degree it's it's hard to quantify what people even mean anymore. And I have a hard time describing anyone playing Diablo 4 a month after its release as a casual. 
I also have a hard time describing folks coming to YouTube, Twitter, and Reddit to discuss this as casuals. As far as I can tell, casual has become a sweeping term to refer to players not like me. And I can't help but think it's unhelpful to conclude that all the players on the other side of the seasonal character debate simply don't matter. The question of how much the question of how much they matter is a question of money. And that's ultimately up to Blizzard. And if I'm a betting man, the money incentive will always win. And that is the show open. Thank you guys so much for being here. Appreciate the turnout. They are doing a dev stream today, so I wanted to get kind of out in front of it and engage with this topic. I found the the Comeback Kids video to be quite good. I thought Asmund's thoughts on it were were also equally good. I, I think, again, I don't necessarily think he... He doesn't directly contradict himself, but a handful of times I thought, you're saying things that don't really line up, you know, in congruence, right? You have people still playing the game, and they haven't even beat the campaign yet. Those aren't casuals to be brushed aside. Yo, Ray is going to start things off with five gifted members. Every 25, I give five back to the community. Let me do a little plug here for Reforged Roast. We don't mention this enough, and right now, Light Roast is on its way back, but if you want to try our Dark Roast, I really think you should. If you've never tried Reforged Roast coffee, you owe it to yourself to try it. If you've never had coffee with balanced acidity, use the link in the description below. Get yourself a a bag of Dark Roast. My wife and kiddos ship this to you with like cute little thank you notes. This is not like a sponsor. That is our property. It's in my home. So thank you guys so much for being here. And yes, if you're just now realizing that I have a shaved face, it's because you guys hit an insane member count last month. Dan gifts a membership to Vivid, and that takes us to six on the day. Thank you so much. Welcome in. Guys, make sure and smash the like button. This is a this is a lighter turnout than we've had recently. I don't know if people are burned out on Diablo. I don't know if people are tired of the subject. Um, YouTube has been acting squirrely as well. I can kind of tell on the back end. Uh, Kick's acting really stupid, so I'm not sure what's going on. If you're having any issues or trouble, you can always refresh or you can always listen in the Discord. Make sure you're smashing the like button. That also helps out the video, especially on days like today where I, YouTube's not, not acting right. So we can act right, even if YouTube's not. And Zach Johnson's like, I'll act right. I'll drop some members on the stream he drops a five and one from joker taking us to 12 that's the halfway point already on the member goal every 25 i get five we've been hitting 50 and over 100 members some days gifting back and keeping keeping the dream alive as we maintain 4,000 members good morning agent slick slay over there on kit good to see you 50k subs and work for a six pack no i don't think so beautiful packaging of this coffee if I lived in the US I would certainly order often thank you Raging Snake I'm a bit tired of Diablo uh, and ABK content personally well I I was actually going to completely why is it showing zero viewers again yeah I don't know Kick's having problems YouTube's having problems I, I'm not sure what is going on I, I don't know if it's back end stuff with, with AWS uh, I don't know if it's just pure coincidence that they're both two days in a row now where I'm, I can tell stuff's not working properly. The, 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 I was actually going to take a bit of a break from covering Diablo, and then I saw this video from the Comeback Kids, and I thought, okay, let me check this out. <clears throat> so I watched the video, 
And I'm like, oh, he's, he's making really good points. This is obviously a big concern. You know, I didn't really get the vibe from the comeback kids that they want to see, you know, the... It didn't seem like they want to see the, 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 the seasonal model change at all, right? And then I saw Asmongold react to it, and his video kind of took off. Like, everybody watched it, right? Oh, it, you know, Diablo's in trouble. Maybe I should have made that the topic instead of Do Casuals Matter? I should have jumped on the theme of is Diablo 4 in trouble? I didn't want to jump on a name, you know, the, the title of a video very similar to them. I, that, that feels kind of bad. That feels kind of bad. Because ultimately, I wanted to have a different discussion. I think all the speculation about, is the game in trouble? Is Diablo, you know, 4, is it in a bad state or whatever? I didn't think that discussion was worth having. Because it's so speculative. It's so difficult to know what is actually like what's actually going on right now. Like how many people are playing, how many people are quitting. You can obviously get a barometer from Reddit and Twitter and YouTube. You can get a barometer of how are people responding to the game? How are people reacting to, you know, the content? Are they continuing to play? And Diablo has only been out two months, uh, one month, uh, and it feels like a two-year conversation. Doesn't bode well for the long term. Only been out for one month, uh, uh, Eugene. Remember the 6-6 release date? We're at 7-6. We're exactly one month out. I think maybe you're remembering the betas. Yo, what's good, Feed Dope Shirt? Thank you. Wear another shirt today from Ripped Apparel back to the multiverse. There's a link in the description of this video as well as you guys can use a command in chat. Rabbit says, we can have a big day even if YouTube's going to be squirrely. Thanks for another five gifted members taking us to 17 out of the first 25. I say the first 25 because we almost never just do 25 members. You guys are nuts. The problem here is the key problem with gaming, says Hilly. The battle pass, like the number of issues with the actual game, uh, are far more important than how people complete uh, an effing battle pass. Right, the game itself and the quality is more important than, well, how do I get the stuff? How do I complete the battle pass, right? Feels longer, but yeah, the betas. Well, my point's even stronger. Yeah, it's only been a month, Eugene. It's only been a month. Like, this was supposed to be a game that I was going to spend a significant amount of time with. And I all, after my last video, I thought, I'm just going to wait until the next season comes out. And then I saw this conversation brewing. Yo, Delta jumps in all on their own. Guys, you do not have to sit around and wait for a gifted. It supports me directly, and it frees up more room in the pool for people to get gifted members. So consider jumping in on your own. You can hit the dollar sign at the bottom of the chat or the join button. Welcome on in, Delta. Don't forget new members to get into our Discord as well. You get a lot of extra stuff in there. I still remain confused, says Ray. Why does it hurt if I don't want to be forced to make a seasonal character? That's what keeps getting lost in the shuffle is giving people the option doesn't take away from the people that aren't interested in that option. Like, that's that's always lost in this discussion. Insomniac Black with 22 months. Man's out here looking like Leonard Hofstetter from Big Bang Theory. Congrats on all the members and passing 30,000, my dude. Thank you so much, Insomniac Black. Guys, thanks for the insane support. With 500 people here, let's set our sights on 200 likes. That will help. Trust me, if we can, if we can nail that down really quickly... Whatever's going on today, the, the ship will usually right itself uh, b- about an hour into the stream. I also think when you try to compare Diablo 3 to 4, it's hard because streamers and content creators are much more prevalent now than back a decade ago. A lot of things go viral quicker now. 
Yeah, Dylan, that is an intangible that's difficult to measure. Like, how much of an impact are streamers having on the meta and PvP and what's the best route, what's the best farm, what's the best gear? YouTubers do have an impact on that now, probably more than they did, you know, eight years ago. I think that's a well-made point. Solem says... I agree, long-term comment. Not sure if you're disagreeing with me on something with that, but I will say, them being long-term just means after the beginning, the dedicated people will be the ones left in the game anyway, and they will not have the same complaints as new-to-the-franchise casual players. I don't disagree with that. That long-term players have different complaints than your more uh, short-term players, or your players that are like, I was going to make one character... And I don't understand all this stuff. I don't understand the need to make an extra character. I don't understand why you're asking me to do that, okay? It matters because people that are enjoyers of the game do not want people who play it casually having any influence or feedback on the game they're invested in, and they have good reason in their minds to gatekeep you. I don't think their reasons to gatekeep are good. I think they're stupid. I mean that. I use that word very intentionally. I think hardcore players that are worried about casuals being able to grind a battle pass or seasonal objectives, I think their reasons are stupid. I've not seen a good argument yet. I've not seen a casual player talk about nightmare dungeons or drop rates or best in slot or hell tides or any of the things that are there for the hardcore grind at the end, world tier, none of that. Casuals aren't talking about that at all. The more contextually casual players that are like, I don't want to make a brand new character, gatekeeping them and saying, no, you can't be given that option, I think the reasons are stupid. The reasons are, it's always been this way, and it's fun. Those are stupid reasons, man. Those are not compelling at all. DK Baker gifts a membership, and it goes to Trunks. 19 out of 25. Thank you so much for doing that. I said, in their minds. Right, like, I completely understand a hardcore player in a game being like, hey, 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 we don't want to casualify this game. I resonate with that because I lived it. I played a game that casualified itself, and it really, really hurt itself for many years because of that. Casualification is not what anybody's asking for. Nobody's saying, make it easier. Nobody's saying, make the drop rates higher. Nobody's saying, give me give me faster routes to god-tier builds and meta builds. Nobody's arguing that. They're saying, could, could I just grind that battle pass over here and, uh, and those objectives? Like... The question today is, do casuals matter? That's the question of the day. I'm arguing that they matter at an economic level. You can have an ideological position that, nope, it should stay this way, it's pure, make a new character or get out. Okay, that's fine, you can have that position. I don't think it's a very well-defended position. I think it's ideological. I think it's often very emotional. Yo, DK Baker's gonna set up the layup and bump it to 30. I'm sorry, bump it to 20. (laughs) Bump it to 20. 20 out of 25. Thank you so much, DK Baker. The casuals don't understand seasons. How do they not understand seasons? So many games do seasons. Fall Guys does seasons for Pete's sakes. Come on. People don't understand seasons? What? Think about it this way, Lono. 
in a very strict mindset, if they do not fight back against all casual friendly changes and requests and they are granted, it's more likely ones uh, you don't like as well. I think there's a misunderstanding here, Solemn. It's not a war where if the hardcores don't say enough on Reddit, then the casuals get their way. I think that's a complete misconception. Do you know what's going to dictate this change? It's not going to be whether or not you fought the good fight on Reddit. It's not going to be whether or not you fought the good fight with the YouTube video, a comment, or a tweet. What this decision will be determined by is metrics. It's money. Yo, homie is going to jump in on the single gifted member train that's happening right now. I always am curious how far we could take a single train instead of the big ones, the fives and the tens. Just how many people could just do ones? Like, across the top of the chat. Like, how far could we take it? They don't understand Diablo seasons? Well, sure, Andrea. They don't understand Diablo seasons. This much is true. You know, I think what Eugene's saying is important. You don't enter a game and immediately are a hardcore player. You have to move from casual to hardcore. Okay? Let, let's, let's talk about it from this perspective. What is it in the games that you play hardcore... What was it that got you there? You didn't hit the ground running in the game and say, that's it. I'm a hardcore player. I'm a no-lifer. There's an onboarding period, is there not? Stone Spire says, let's do it. He says, let's do a single train, single gifted member train. Let's see how long we can do it. There's an onboarding. There's a period of time where you're not hardcore yet. And the thing that tips you over to being hardcore, I think is incredibly important. And many people are taking the attitude of, well, play like me or don't play at all. I I think that's a danger. Again, that's an economic danger. Instead of being that way, Blizzard could say, well, the seasonal reset, the ladder races, the expedited leveling, that's really, really fun, dot, 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 for an experienced player. It's really fun, dot, 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 for an experienced player. The question is, how do you get somebody from point A to point B? Another example would be No Man's Sky. When I first booted up the expedition in No Man's Sky and I was starting over and I had nothing and it's all fresh, the reason that that was so enjoyable was because I was an experienced No Man's Sky player. I had been playing the game a bunch. I had a save where I had millions of dollars and I had all this stuff and I had all this stuff built and I had already had a ship. And I was able to move from point A to point B because I was an experienced player. This idea of asking exper- in- inexperienced players to just become that I, I think that's unrealistic. The other thing that I think is unrealistic is expecting even people like myself that are experienced. I've done seasonal grinds before in Diablo. Being like, no, it always has to be this way. Well, why? Why? What what harm is there? I, I have a character that I really like. I don't, I don't feel like stopping right now. But man, that battle pass is looking pretty sweet. That, those objectives seem pretty reasonable. I wouldn't mind doing those objectives. Yeah. Asmin assumes no prestige connected to Battle Pass. That hardcore shouldn't care about it. But if hardcores value time sunk and see Battle Pass as a time check, that would explain some of the resistance. I actually, I think I agree with, I think I agree with Asmongold. How are we defining casual? Good question. 
So Zubair is asking a good question. Guys, we should easily have 200 likes. We're back in that weird state where I'm having to ask, ask for likes. Just come in every day and smash that like button, all right? Especially if you're lurking and listening and you enjoy the radio show. Make that part of your daily ritual. All right, so I define casual in this way, Zubair. I said I think there's two categories, and I think pretty much what happens is the people that are against this they assume all casuals are in the first category. And the first category is hyper-casual. These are the people that are already done. They stopped playing. They dabble. They try games. They're always moving around. They're almost nomadic. They never really stick with the game for very long. I agree that those people don't matter because they're not in the game. They're not playing. They're not spending money. Okay, So set those people to the side. I think there is a much larger group that you could call casual, and I refer to these people as contextual casuals. They, like me, are very busy. They can play one or two hours a night, and they're like, yo, I don't want to start all the way over. After a month, are you kidding me? I've got a character I like. I'm not done yet. I want to keep going, okay? Those are contextual casuals dismissing them as if they don't matter and being like well they're 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 not going to play the game or they're not going to spend money or they're not really going to be committed it's a month since the game came out and if they're still playing and according to blizzard large portions of the community haven't even finished the campaign yet okay those people are not casuals they may be contextually casual, but they're not a casual. If you're still playing Diablo a month after, and you're still working on that campaign, calling you a casual is reductionist. It's like, well, wait a minute. Hang on a second. They've been playing for weeks, and they're still playing. They're still booting up and coming back. It's unhelpful to just hand wave those people like they don't matter. They're still playing. They have economic weight behind them. Because all companies know when a player hits that level of commitment, when a player clocks those many hours, do you know what goes up? The likelihood of spending money. There's an economic impetus to consider these people and weigh them and say, do they matter? I think they do. Because you don't get to that level of the game and just shrug and say, I'll just go play something else. Oh, the new season started and there's a battle pass? I don't care about that. You've been playing the game for over a month. There's no way they're all going to just shrug and walk away. They're going to be irritated. Those contextual casuals are also the ones with the disposable income that can support a title. Right, they can become your whales. Think about it like this. What do we commonly say about whales in games like Diablo? Oftentimes, the whales buy things because they just don't have time to find all of the really cool things, but they want to look cool in the game. That's another factor here. If Blizzard runs the numbers and they say, ooh, a lot of these people that haven't beat the campaign yet, a lot of these people that are in the more, you know, we would call them more casual, they're spending a lot of money in the store. If we lose these people, that's bad. If they don't buy the battle pass, we've made a mistake somewhere along the line. Where would you put me? Full-time job, over 400 hours in, still playing, max classes? You're hardcore as they come. Come on. You're making it a priority in your life. That's You're a hardcore player. 
Eyes in the Filthy Casual says, that's me. I'm currently level 61, and I bought the Battle Pass. I did not know I had to play the season to progress the Battle Pass. Asmongold is in your corner. He thinks that folks like you should be able to just complete the Battle Pass in the Eternal Realm because you bought it not knowing that was the requirement. I I hate to say I told you so, but I told y'all this was going to happen. I said, there are going to be swaths and swaths of people that are like, wait, I don't understand. I, I, I bought a battle pass. To do the battle pass, I have to start over? What? They don't get it. Rightfully so, they don't get it. They're not you. They're not, they're not in Diablo land. You're invoking whales. You're going to trigger some of the hardcores to death. Okay, think about it. Whales make the world go round. Maybe literally, I'm just kidding. I mean, they're aliens, right? I think they're really in charge. <laughs> I mean, if you really think about it, whale whales are the most likely species to be alien and in charge of everything going on. Like, I just, yeah. I, I need to flesh that theory out a little bit more, but I think it's true. Anyway, I agree with Asmund on that. Just let them, who cares? Here's the issue with Asmund's position specifically on that, though, okay? He thinks you should just let him do the battle pass with alternative objectives. I think that's a half measure, because now you're separating... Now you're separating the battle pass from the seasonal objectives. So anybody that buys a battle pass will be like, well, that I, I don't understand. Wait a minute. I, wait, wait, why, why, it, that's a half measure. I'm only getting half of the stuff, right? I think that would be upsetting. The other thing I think that falls short with Asmund's position is he's like, oh yeah, just let him do it this season. No, 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 no. That's going to make things far worse. As I said in the show open, you're not kicking a can down the road. You're kicking a hand grenade down the road. They're going to come back season two and be like, what the huh? You let me do it season one. Why aren't you letting me do it now? What's the, what's the deal here, right? So I, I think he's halfway there. And that's why I said... When someone of his size and notoriety, and he carries some authority on these subjects, right? When someone of his size and notoriety is like, I'll just let people do the Battle Pass Season 1. They paid for the dadgum thing, and they didn't know that this was coming. When he says that, I, I think that's a weakness in the armor already. That's a that, that saying made me nervous. I wanted to say it's a chink in the armor, but people get really weird these days. That's a, that's a saying that you can say, but I thought, I don't feel like having people get all upset at me. And, and clip my monologue. Obviously, I'm saying it now and explaining that I avoided saying it because of that, but it's harder to clip when, when I do that. But that's what it is, right? It's a weakness in the armor. If if you're going to sit here and act like, no, 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 can't do that, can't do that, can't do that, you can't let people do that, can't let people do that, and you got somebody his size saying, yeah, just let people do it, right? Yeah, just just let people do it. Let, let, them, let, them, let them do the battle pass. What's the harm in it? I, I think that's 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 a weakness already that's forming. The crack it's a crack in the wall. And that crack will spread because I think more and more people are going to say what's what's the deal? What's the harm in this? If I'm being forced to make a seasonal character to interact with the battle pass and seasonal content, I'll play my eternal realm character, but the game will fade from my play everyday ga- playing of everyday games. Yo, what's good Arcane Gaming? Good to see you. Arcane Gaming, you, 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 I was surprised you were not in the top five last month for gifted members. I was very surprised. 
we ran down the top the top five I was I was shocked Eugene says pulling anecdotally from another game the people I know that buy all the cosmetics etc they play way less and they spent way more than I did Eugene I was just talking about that again I'm approaching this from an economic argument today. I'm not going to sit here and try and argue with an ideologue. I'm arguing the economics of it. And we know commonly in other games that we've played, covered, and discussed, those casuals, the contextual casuals, the busy moms and dads, college students, you know, the people with two jobs that come home and they can only put two or three hours in a night, right? But they're committed and they do it. They're contextually casual. They tend to spend a lot of money because they can't get all the cool things. You're walking around looking like you carved your armor out of stone from the backside of a god's cave and you look incredible because you play every day for hours upon hours and they can't do that. They tend to lean toward being a whale. And at at an economic level, Blizzard's going to weigh that, and they're going to say, these people are spending a lot of money, and uh, they don't like this seasonal format. Two or three hours a night's not casual, but six bucks, if you do the math that's required to finish the campaign, you know, hit level 50, maybe go beyond and hit level 100, two to three hours a night is going to take you a long time. It's going to take you a really long time. I was playing one to two hours a night, and I mean, we were slowly, slowly moving through the game. Contextual casuals often are very committed and play, but they don't hit hardcore player numbers. They don't get all the way to the end. They don't do, they don't do all of those things. That's Celine's actress? <gasps> no way. The actress who plays Celine's doing mocap? Oh, let's go. Come on, Housemark. Give me another Returnal. Blizzard must have data that supports forcing people to play in the seasonal mode because once you start playing seasonal characters, you stick with the game longer and spend more money. I don't think so. I think all of their data on Diablo 3 is irrelevant. It has nothing to do with the current situation that we're in Deadly Dead Gaming. I think they're going to come to very different conclusions. For a game like Diablo, two hours is casual. Yeah, two two hours a night is very casual in a game like Diablo. It requires so much time, right? And and pushing back on what you're saying, Deadly Dad Gaming, I think I think I get proven right. I think Blizzard makes changes. I'm telling you, they're gonna crunch those numbers. They're gonna be like, oh my gosh, we are losing money. And every time that happens, companies adjust. And here's and here the proof the proof is in the pudding. All right, think of it this way. I want to read what Hilly's saying. I'll read what Hilly's saying in a second. This discussion has hit this level of fever pitch that Asmund Gold's video. I, I, how many views does it have now? Half a million. And the comeback kids make a video. Everybody's making videos about this. This is hitting a fever pitch on the internet. It hasn't even made landfall on the general population of Diablo. It hasn't. 
The gen pop of Diablo doesn't even know this is coming. Every console player, every person who plays on PC and doesn't pay attention to any of this stuff. Now, PC players are far more likely to be familiar with Diablo 3, far more likely to be familiar with this seasonal model. It's probably not going to surprise them. This is mainly a console player issue. I would say the lion's share of the people that are going to be upset by this are probably on console. I'm telling you, it hasn't even made landfall yet. I want to read what Hilly says. My brother Derek does not have a badge. We have got to fix that, guys. Let's pick up the gifted movements. Let's get this man his badge back. Hilly says, This is for the career Diablo players. It's a non-issue. I have no issues with Blizzard adding more options for Battle Pass completion, but they have bigger game issues to address. However, addressing that then isn't a priority as they are not financially impactful. Just make the game better. Well, and that was one of the things. That was one of the things I think that that uh, that Asman and Comeback Kids were in agreement with. There's big things that need to be addressed, and they're going to take way too long. There's you guys are taking way too long to fix these problems. What precedence is there for a game like this drastically changing gears? I'm curious how likely or unlikely it would be. Well, funny enough, Derek, two years into the life cycle of Diablo three. Diablo 3 drastically changed. And and they added seasons. And here's what's funny. I want to use Riker's argument against him. I like Riker, and we reacted to his video, but I want to use his argument against him. Riker said that when the seasonal model was instituted in Diablo 3, he at first had serious doubts, thought it was going to be terrible, and then he did it, and was surprised at, oh, this is actually really enjoyable. I'm going to use the same argument against him. You're convinced that giving people the option to do this would be bad. Why not just do it and see what happens? See how many people decide to stick with the main character. See what the results are. Your hardcore ARPG fans and Diablo fans, man, they're going to press on. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna do their thing. They're gonna reset their character. Yo, Silent Merc gives a member, and it goes to Count Zero. Thank you so much, Silent Merc. We always call our shots. We're trying to get my brother Derek his membership back. So, in in my in my mind, in my mind, if if you're gonna sit there and say that, like, well, d- d- just try it. I had my doubts that it would be good, and then it turned out to be great. Okay. Same argument. You have your doubts that allowing people to to not reset their character, oh, that would be bad. Let's just let it play out. Give people the choice and see what happens. Give people the option. As long as it doesn't take away from what other players are wanting, I think that you should let people have that choice. Just see how it goes. Not going to hurt anything. The problem with Halo Infinite was the slow response. You can't walk out with a live service model, smack you on the table, and monetize the game, and then be slow to react to problems. Exactly. Rissick! Rissick comes in. He's trying to help out. He's like, we gotta get this man a membership, and he bumps us all the way to 33. 33 members already out of the 50. He drops a 10 bomb on chat. Oh, and he missed Derek. He missed him. Derek was talking in chat too. I got tricked. I thought suddenly he he had it. If he's your brother, why not just make him a member or a mod? It's your channel. 
maybe educate yourself on how it works and don't tell a streamer what to do. Making him a mod doesn't make him a member, and I can't make him a member. That's not something that I can do, you know? That's me telling you to be quiet in a very in the nicest way possible. Diablo 4 was built with a seasonal restart cooked into its core. I don't think the end game is good enough for Eternal Realm characters. Was anybody bringing Halo into this? I think it's fair to bring Halo into this. Hilly is a big Halo fan. And he's saying what hurt Halo was slowness to fix things. Both Asmongold and Comeback Kid said they're being too slow to fix things. Yo, Stone Spire drops five gifteds on the chat, taking us to 38. Thank you so much, Stone Spire. Miss Derek again. We targeted Fee the other day and we got him. Five more from CrossFit Nerd. See, you guys, I know it. Every time the generosity flows. We're like, let's try to get somebody back in the pool, and everybody helps out. It goes to Matanagi, Wolf, Gassum, Scott's Gamer, and Hermes Lives. Solemn says, um, I can't load the image. And if they find that it was bad to make those changes, would you support a reversion? Do you think they even could revert without severe outrage? I was getting ready to go there, Solemn, because I was going to say, if they let people do it and then they have to take the option away later, that would be real bad. Right? What hurt Halo was not lack of content. It was lack of content, not lack of fixes. I don't agree with that take at all. It took them three months to fix Big Team Battle. Severe issues were not fixed in a timely manner. I disagree. That drove players away. Lack of content did drive players away. You're making, you're creating a false dichotomy. Oh no, it was it wasn't lack of fixes. It was lack of content. How about both? It was both. <laughs> Ray gives a member, bumps the line to forty four. Sorcerer gives a member, bumps the line to forty five. Everybody's helping out today. Thank you guys so much. It's a joint effort. The point that Hilly was making, right? He wasn't trying to trigger people into defending Halo Infinite. How's Halo Infinite doing, by the way? All of you people that insist that it didn't launch in a bad state and it was just lack of content. Really? Lack of content was the problem. Interesting. I find that revisionist history to be insulting to my intelligence because I played the game and covered the game extensively for a month at launch, but sure, sure. Tell me that it launched fine. Yes, it's insulting to my intelligence, okay? We're two weeks into the new season. How's it going? Hilly's point was, if you don't make changes quickly in a live service game, it's a problem. It's a problem. I made similar statements about Halo. I said, I think it's an engine problem. They can't make fast changes. You can't be a live service game and lack agility. You can't. You cannot have that lack of agility. It, you, you need to be able to make quick changes and quick adjustments. And in the world of Diablo, both the Comeback Kids and Asmongold were saying the same thing. They're like, it's taking way too long for basic things. Halo Infinite's currently number five and most played. No, I checked yesterday. It was 21st. That is not true. I checked just yesterday. It was 21st. You might want to go refresh because you're two weeks into the season and it's 21st. But it's doing great. 
safer to knock on Halo Infinite for the clicks? Where am I knocking on Halo Infinite for the clicks? Where have I even made a video about Halo? I don't talk about it. It's depressing. We're, We're making... It's so hilarious. We can be talking about Diablo and somebody makes a remark about Halo and look where we end up. Gee, many Christmas. You guys... The point that Hilly was making is if you look at other live service games, slowness to make changes, fixes, and updates is harmful. Okay? It's harmful. And he argued it was harmful to Halo. It'll be harmful to Diablo. That's all he was saying. We don't need to get lost in this revisionist history of how good Halo actually was. It, why bother having that debate? The game is in terrible state. It will likely never recover. Get over it. Revisionist history doesn't change that. It's in a terrible state. I don't think arena shooters are long for this world, personally. I thought they could have a comeback with the rise of Splitgate and with Halo, and it didn't happen. I just I don't think they're I don't think they're long for this world. As much as I love arenas, I grew up on arenas, I think they're going out to pasture. Their attempt to come back was a resounding nothing. Too early for you to be cooking like this. People can't follow for the sake of the argument. Yeah, Hilly's a huge Halo fan. He wasn't taking a cheap shot at Halo. He was making a point. That's it. That's all I was doing. was watching an IT skit on YouTube. It looks like uh, the video predates the website itself. A guy was complaining that a website wasn't working. Turns out he had all his junk open and was using AOL dial-up. So he goes to the guy's desktop and it spells the word. What What are you What are you even talking about? Oh, you, that was, you guys are referencing something from earlier. I was like, that has nothing to do with the conversation. I'm so confused. X Defiant will do it all. Yeah, uh, X-Define has a shot, but I don't know. I don't know. So if Quake came back, do you think that game would fail? What do you mean? It tried to come back. Where is it? On, on, on On the global scale of attention and relevancy, where's Quake? Where is it? Are there, are there sponsorships? Are there teams? Are there esports organizations? Are there events? Quake Champions, right? The, Quake tried to come back. Where is it right now? Unreal Tournament was going to try and make a comeback. They pulled the plug on that. They know. It ain't going, it ain't going anywhere. It's over. It's over. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to say it. Now, now X Defiant and, and, and Call of Duty, maybe. Maybe you're tapping into something that, that's that's refusing to die at at a certain level. Okay, you know, it, sure. Maybe Champions was a bad game. Quake Live was awesome. I mean, we're not debating that. We're not debating that. Like we're we're way off course here. The point that we were making with Diablo Four was, if you want to have a game land and be successful with live service. You need to be agile. You need to be able to quickly make adjustments and changes. And there seems to be some kind of a problem with Diablo 4 and their ability to make updates and changes. The question would be, what's the issue? 
what why why do we have to wait till season two for certain changes why do we have to wait that long you, you can't go into the game right now and add quick changes now somebody in asman's stream said well you can blame console certification for that and asman's like no this has been blizzard's mo for a long time this this is this has gone on long before you had blizzard games on console he thinks it's he thinks it's indicative of like how they handle this kind of stuff. He he's not convinced that that it's uh that it's a console certification thing. It could be a mix of both. Right? Could be a mix of both. You made a good comeback not as a PVP arena shooter, it made a good comeback as as a game that you you play through the campaign. That's not even remotely the same. Who's playing Doom PVP right now? Yeah, the, the gem the gem tab is going to come in season two. As an example, the Diablo four gem tab or whatever they're calling it, that'll be in season two. Diablo four season one won't even have ladder races. Asman thinks that they're not going to have ladder races because he's like, oh yeah, this this there's there's broken stuff. There's broken stuff. It's, it's, it'll be a. It's going to be a disaster. That's why he. That's why he thinks they're not doing ladders in season one. He thinks because they know it'll be. A, it'll be an atrocity. Do you think it's an ability to do something or a lack of decision making? They're able to, but they're not choosing. I don't have enough experience with Blizzard games, but Asmongold seemed to think that the reason Diablo Four updates are not happening quickly is a matter of choice. It didn't. He. He didn't seem to believe it was a lack of ability or like there were technical barriers. He didn't seem to think that. It was like, no, it's a choice. This is how they do. This is how they roll. They're, they're slow. They're slow moving. Like resistances, getting CC, stun locked, for instance, that needs to be updated ASAP. The Blizzard teams are just slow. Look at WoW and Overwatch as Mammon. Console certification has nothing to do with it because those certifications are submitted after changes are made, not before. Wait. Console certification has nothing to do with it because those certifications are submitted after changes are made, not before. I'm not sure what you're saying. I don't think that's accurate. I think anytime you push out an update, it has to go through certification. Derek says, I've honestly never even tried, but I think it must work. The gifts always roll in and I'm a freeloader. Yeah, Derek still doesn't have a membership. What's going on here? <laughs> what's what's going on here? People already have mule characters and the rest haven't even finished the campaign. Live service moves fast. If the dev doesn't, the game is effed. Yeah, the comeback kids seem to think that the response from the devs will be make or break over the next six months. They see the next six months as sort of like the, this is it, you gotta figure this out. You have to submit your update for approval. Did you finish Final Fantasy 16? I played again last night for about 45 minutes. Still loving it. I just got the green abilities. I'm not going to spoil anything. I'm being generic here. Got the green abilities. And um, funny enough, somebody was just saying like getting stun locked. There's some fights that irritate me in Final Fantasy when someone does like a, 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 a like almost like a Kamehameha and it's like I can't get out of them I don't know what's the are you just supposed to take is this supposed to just wreck you and then I was fighting somebody I must have missed the cue they picked me up and covered me in rocks and it took like all my health and I was like I don't understand what I did wrong 
feels like there's a lot of automatic damage in some of the fights. I don't want to spoil anything, but it does feel like there's a lot of automatic damage in Final Fantasy 16. I, thankfully, when you die, it puts you right back in the fight, full health. It's not this huge setback. I just was getting a little irritated. I was like, that attack is avoidable. But what if you mess up and they start to hit you with it? I feel like I can't get out of it. It's just like, well, I'm along for the ride now. You know, I'm, I mess, I made a mistake. You just, you're, that's it. You're, you, you're riding the pain train. You can't. It's a big punish. Okay, okay. Then I was, yeah. That's what I thought. I thought what? That's what I said. I said that's a disproportionate punishment for one mistake. It's like, oops, I missed the dodge window, and now I'm like, <laughs> now I'm melted. Some attacks you just got to take if you miss your opportunity to dodge. Okay. Okay. Then that's, I thought maybe I was doing something wrong because I thought, my gosh, that was a lot of damage. So if you're just tuning in, we've been discussing Diablo 4. Do casuals matter? There was a Diablo 4 video from the Comeback Kids. Asmongold reacted to it. And I sort of took some of their statements and just am asking the question, you know, Do casuals matter? Do the people that are playing right now and haven't finished the campaign that are, you know, wanting to not do the seasonal character reset, do those people matter? I have been arguing that they matter economically. I think they matter economically because I think they'll buy the Diablo 4 Battle Pass. I think they'll play Diablo 4 Season 1. I think they will. But they're not going to if they have to start over. I have a without without my beard I, I'm experiencing weird sensations sometimes like the slightest fuzz or hair will be like floating by and it like stick like stick when you have like, like really short stubble it's awful <laughs> it's awful John always with 22 months and a VIP Lono taking a week off then coming back with a beard I see what you're doing I mean I, I'll be streaming next week that Nightbot notification, I'm here this week and next week. That notification uh, is, is, is uh, basically a week and a half from now. It's not next week. If casuals don't matter, they're about to when that cash flow over time isn't what they thought it would be. That's why I think that they are, they matter economically. Yeah, the combat is satisfying, KTC. I've really been enjoying it. So is the story. Guys, with over 600 people here, let's make sure we're smashing that like button. We should easily have 300 likes by now. Take a second to hit that thumbs up. It helps us out. It's free. If you want to support directly, we've we've been going for about an hour. Let me do just a brief, brief commercial. It'll pop up on the screen if you order this. Use the coffee commander. Go to reforgeroast.com. We've got these nice brand new matte tear and reseal bags. Our coffee has balanced acidity. If you've never tried coffee before with balanced acidity, you got to try it. No bitterness, very smooth. The light roast is on reorder right now. So try out a bag of the dark roast. It should pop up with an alert. Um, Zubair did it yesterday and the alert popped up, but it didn't make any noise. So we're looking into that. I don't really know what's going on. And we did have an order about 10 minutes ago. Somebody's First name starts with a D. I, I don't have your username, but thank you so much. Your first, the first letter of your name is D. Thank you very much for ordering some. I've not been mentioning the coffee enough, so coffee. Another easy way to support is to hit subscribe. Hit the bell button. That's free. That doesn't cost a thing. Same with the thumbs up. Same with the like button. 
If you want to become a member, that's the join button or the dollar sign at the bottom of the chat. Five bucks a month and you get into all my extra content. I do a daily debrief at the end of the day. I do a Friday night stream with Madam. This Friday night will be the last Friday night stream for a bit. The 14th and the 21st, we will not be able to do one. And then so you'll want to be here this Friday night. It'll be a while since we can do one. Um, Carmilla, an opinion is not fact. You can enjoy FF16 and my position will stay the same. Gaming is dry. FF16 is your go-to right now and that's facts. K. Uh, intelligence is lacking as demonstrated by your opinion. Uh, what? That's facts. Come on. The only reason you're enjoying that game is because there's a gaming drought right now. Oh. I, I appreciate you. Hey! No sound. I don't know why it sounds that weird. I appreciate you, uh, you know, being smarter than me. You you apparently know more than me. Um, that's cool that you know why I'm enjoying something. I think that's impressive. You know, I think that I think I think that's an impressive uh, that's an impressive thing that you know why I'm enjoying something. That's cool. That's cool. Or it's dripping with condescension and hubris. Maybe maybe that. Thank you, William Brimer, for gifting a member. Pushes us to 46 members on the day. Almost hitting that 50 mark. Well, I'll owe you guys 10. I Right now, I owe you five members. Gaming is dry. I haven't run out of things to play this entire generation. Yeah, there's not really a gaming drought going on. What We had Zelda, and then we had Diablo. Before that, we had Hi-Fi Rush, you know? Now we now we have Final Fantasy 16. It's not really a gaming drought, you know. Oh wait, maybe they're an Xbox only player and that's why they think there's a gaming drought. <laughs> I, I'm not trying to bait that fight, but come on. There's so many games coming out. Six foot mouse with seven months of membership. I feel like casuals don't buy battle passes for most games. I don't think that's true at all. We, we, I actually think sometimes the more casual the player, the more likely they are to spend money. They have limited time. They want to get all of the stuff. Comprehension is a tough thing for people in here, I see. Ah, uh, yes. More condescension. Mm. Yes. Just play your role. <laughs> the judgy, condescending chatter. Oh, comprehension's tough around here. You, you made it sound as though we were only enjoying Final Fantasy 16 because of a gaming drought. Please enlighten us about how we misunderstood you. Are you covering Remnant 2 when it comes out? I would like to, yes. I would like to. We're going to try something new today as well during a member stream. We're going to end the member stream with some gameplay. I'm going to try out Synapse on the PSVR 2. I got my uh, I got my PSVR 2 ready to rock and roll. And uh, we'll do that at the end of the member stream. Kind of like how on Friday nights with Madam we do gameplay at the end. This Friday night I think we're going to be doing Only Up since it's back in Steam. Casual is more likely to spend money in Fortnite than a casual in League of Legends. I mean, Eugene said it was anecdotal, but I actually think this is true. I think you can, I, you think you can find this in player behavior. 
the less time someone plays, the more likely they are to buy certain things. They can't get all the cool gear. They can't grind all the awesome endgame stuff, so they want to look cool. A battle pass and cosmetics appeal to that kind of a player. Hardcore players traditionally don't want to buy cosmetics. Why? Because you end up looking like everybody else. If I can go grind endgame gear and really customize my build and really make myself look dope, especially with some rare drops... I don't want to go buy some outfit that Johnny credit card can get. In my experience, hardcore players tend to have an aversion to cosmetics. Not all, but some do. They're like, I don't want to, I don't want to buy that. Everybody else is going to be wearing that. Everybody walking around town's got that outfit on. Now, some hardcore players are whales. They buy everything, right? They, they want every single thing. But, I, but I, I think when you look at the more casual players, you will find they actually do spend quite a bit of money. That's why I said today, Diablo 4. Do casuals matter? I think they matter economically. If they're still playing the game, they're not even really a casual. As I said, they may be contextually casual. They just can't play that much. But if they're still playing the game a month in, they're not really a casual. And they certainly have economic value. They've been, they've been playing for a month. It's a win-win making this type of video because if season one is great, you can make a I was wrong video. Yeah, season one being great wouldn't be the measure. The measure would be, can we look to and represent or demonstrate player exodus? Right? Yeah, more money than time is a common axiom for casuals. That's right, Zubair. Both sides have their place. Hardcore players keep the game alive with player count. Casuals keep the game alive economically. I don't know if it's that dichotomous brutal, but I do think sometimes it does break down that way. I have less time, but I've got money. I can spend a little scratch and make myself look cool. This is why battle passes are appealing to casuals, because they don't have to go grind a dungeon or a helltide. They can just play, the battle pass goes, and they get stuff. That's it. It's that simple. They don't have to go do anything specific. Well, they might have to with the seasonal objectives, but you get my point. They don't have to go do anything demanding. They just play the game. And they get pretty stuff. This is very true. I don't have enough time or friends to raid in Destiny, so I get myself from the battle pass, and then I mull around here and there. There you go. There's a cult-like group of those people who make pure character builds and consider those who don't play that way to be casuals. Well, I said that during the show open. I said, I think casual is being used sometimes sort of as a dismissive pejorative. Like anybody that's not like me is a casual is, is, is how it's used sometimes. What you're saying when you dispute it is, I don't feel that way, which is false. Once again, your statement shows you don't know because nobody can tell me how I feel. If I say I feel like you're playing a game because nothing else is good, this is how I feel. You can't doubt. Okay, Carmilla, let me explain something to you. How you feel about how I'm experiencing a game, there's no other way to say this. No one gives a frick. 
Nobody cares what you think about that. Well, my feeling is you're only enjoying that game because of a gaming drought. Okay. I, I, I feel like you only enjoy the games you enjoy because you're blonde. Like, what? Who the frick cares about that? Like, my feeling about your feelings of a game? That's the weirdest position to be defending at length. You're going the distance here. You're actually defending yourself. You're, you're going full length here. Well, my feel... You can't tell me how I'm feeling. <laughs> you just said the very problem with your position. Abe can't tell you how you're feeling, right? Well, I, I feel that you're feeling a certain way about the game. What? <laughs> That's a that's called a self-refuting premise. You're defending your position by saying somebody can't tell you how you feel. That's the very thing that you claimed you could do. You're claiming that you know how somebody feels about a game for a certain reason. You've just denied your own position in defense of it. You've you've chopped off your own premise in defense of it. I lost that train of thought. There is no train of thought. It's a car crash. There is no train of thought. It's a logical car crash. Casuals are the lifeblood of a game. I had a debate with my friend over this. He is animate hardcore players are the reason a game stays alive and thriving, and he's simply wrong. Yeah, I'm always curious about that, Sven. Don't we typically... I don't know if we can demonstrate this, but... Isn't it typical that hardcores are a smaller percentage? Who's the streamer wears Lono? What's good loot? Yes, Lono, but I'm brilliant and special. I can actually do it. But people are telling me how I feel. All I ever said is how I feel, which is a fact. Your you expressed your feeling about others' feelings. Do you not see the the insanity of that? Your feelings are your feelings are facts. Oh golly. Are you it's like Ben Shapiro's evil twin. What? Good golly gracious. <clears throat> and shadow boxed with himself and lost the fight. you can enjoy this is what you originally said you can enjoy Final Fantasy 16 and my position will stay the same gaming is dry if Final Fantasy 16 is your go to right now and that's facts okay people can't have opinion on others thoughts you can I'm not denying your right to an opinion but when you speak it and it's really stupid, you're going to hear about it. When you're very dismissive and condescending, like, oh, you, gaming must be really dry if people's go-to game is Final Fantasy 16. Well, excuse the frick out of us for not being as enlightened as you. Like, you have every right to say that. 
there's, there's a lot of people here. And uh, they're going to tell you how dumb that is. <laughs> well, I think the color red is is offensive. You should take your shirt off. Oh, okay, you're an idiot. Like, what, what do you expect people to say? If you say something dumb, people are going to tell you it's dumb. If you tell a group of people in a real condescending way that what they're enjoying is not really that enjoyable, expect to get a little jaw back. Stupid is subjective. (laughs) I don't think so. (laughs) I don't think so. I think it can be measured. I don't. All right, all right. Hang on, hang on. I'm getting into the mean lane. I don't want to be mean. I don't want to be unkind. But I, I, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I think stupidity's measurable. Let's let's be clear, okay? <laughs> you know, running into traffic. Yeah, that's objectively pretty stupid, right? You know. It might be subjective that they're trying to get away from a lion, but you know, in that case, we might have to break it down. But generally speaking, I think you can measure you can measure stupidity <laughs> on an objective scale. It can be done. We have the technology. <laughs> you express feeling as fact and are now butthurt that you aren't getting you aren't we aren't respecting that feeling. Yeah, I think where you got into dangerous territory, Carmilla, and I think this is this is a valuable discussion to have. I'm not like beating up somebody and playing with my food. You said, and that's facts. See, you got to understand, when you're going to end a sentence that way, you better buckle up. Because people are going to say, I'm sorry, what? You, you think that the only reason we're really enjoying this game is because gaming is dry right now, and that's facts? You know the definition of the word fact? But it's my feeling. You can't you can't tell me how I feel and my feelings are facts. Okay. <laughs> that just that always comes off as like a uh, a flimsy alamo that you can run to, right? Well, I said something ridiculous. I'm just going to hide in the fact that it's my feelings and you can't tell me how I feel. Imagine the irony of saying people feel this way about Final Fantasy 16 just because we're in a drought. You're saying how you think people feel, but we can't tell you anything about how you feel. Like the sheer hubris in that. It's unbelievable. It's staggering the level of hubris that you're expressing. goal is to run into traffic. I was running into traffic. I knew you were going to get stuck on that and think that that was an act. Oh my gosh. Oh. Holy moly. I I think this discussion can be valuable. Okay. I'm, I'm trying. I'm doing my absolute best here to not be unkind. If you're going, even in, this is actually contextual to the Diablo 4 discussion. It actually is. This is not just tangentially related. This is related to the issue with Diablo 4 seasons and the debate about do casuals matter, okay? This is relevant, all right? 
your idea about a certain thing, you're totally fine to express that. I think that people are mainly enjoying Final Fantasy 16 because gaming is dry right now. And then someone else would come along and say, that's not true. I have a crazy backlog of games. Gaming's not dry right now. I'm genuinely enjoying Final Fantasy 16. Do you see what that is? That's two opinions coming together and kind of clanging against each other a little bit. And maybe you debate and maybe you counterpoint and rebuttal. You didn't leave room for that because you said gaming is dry if Final Fantasy 16 is your go-to right now. And that's facts. You, when you, see, you understand, like, you came to the discussion and you sort of trotted out a, it's, it's an indefensible position. Like, you can't really defend your position. It's not even falsifiable. It's just, you're just, it it honestly is gibberish. Like, if you really break down the sentence, it's gibberish. I feel this way. This is my opinion. That's facts. That's, that's nonsensical. Coke's better than Pepsi, that's what I think. That's facts. Only reason people drink Pepsi is because they don't have any taste buds. That's facts. Those are all nonsensical statements. They're they're hyperbolic expressions of an opinion that express generally, I think, an insecurity in the person making the statement. Neither opinion is a fact, that's what you're saying. I think opinions are more respectable and more worth saying if they're defended with reason and information, facts, research, you know, evidence. I can say, I think the game's really fun. Isn't it better for me to say, I think the game's fun and here's why. They have innovative ways of instituting combat, the fluidity within the combat, the diversity of builds, the player impact and the feeling and the satisfaction of in the combat. That's just me talking about combat, by the way. I also really like the game because of the story and the characters and the writing and the scope of betrayal, and it feels almost like a mini-TV show that I get to experience and watch. That's me supporting my opinion with things about the game. Like, I'm bringing those things up to you and saying, here's all of the reasons that I think it. So supporting an opinion with reasons doesn't make it true, but it makes it more worthy of listening to. It makes it more respectable. It's hard to respect an opinion that's just stated as this condescending hand wave of, well, that's facts. If 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 people don't want to start a new character in Diablo 4, they're just a bunch of casual new players that don't really understand Diablo and ARPGs. That's a fact. No, it's not. I am not a new Diablo player. I've played since Diablo 1, Youngblood. Just because you jumped in with Diablo 3 and Path of Exile doesn't mean you get to defend and define what an ARPG is, okay? Like, you don't know who you're talking to. But that's commonly the way these discussions go. It's, well, I think this, that's a fact. Well, bring something bring something to the table more than just some weird insecure you know hyperbolic exaggerated statement I get that people misunderstood what I was calling a fact I was saying how I feel is a fact not gaming being dry is a fact y'all misunderstood me my bad yeah and now you're doing classic gaslighting well, that's not really what I said. Y'all misunderstood me. So you're 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 stiff arming any blame. You listen. It's just better to be like I said something stupid. 
I said something sweepingly condescending and dismissive. Instead of being like, well, what I was really saying is that, that, that my feeling, that's how I feel, and that's a fact. That's not what you were saying. You're once again trying to retreat to some flimsy Alamo, projecting the blame onto us. Oh, y'all misunderstood me. It's just classic gaslighting. You said something out, outlandish. People took issue with it. And now the issue is, oh, well, we misunderstood you. Oh, it's, it's our fault. Sorry. We misunderstood you. Gaming is dry if Final Fantasy 16 is your go-to right now, and that's facts. You weren't saying that's a, the, the fact is I feel that way. You're just retreating, and again, it's just gaslighting. You say, you say something that gets a reaction, and in the wake of the reaction, you want to say, oh, well, you misunderstood me. Blame's on you, chat. Blame's on everybody else. No. You said something and didn't expect anybody, I guess, to answer back with any sense of intelligence and... And here we are. We've we've arrived at the the death rattle of what you tempted to say, right? What you said's dead and on the ground. It's 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 a ludicrous statement, right? And it's having a death rattle, like it's trying to come back to life. Well, you just you just you, know, you just misunderstood me. You take your gaslighting somewhere else. I just took responsibility for my fault. No, you didn't. You said that we misunderstood you. How how is that you taking blame? That didn't happen, and if it did, it wasn't my it was it wasn't that bad. And if it was, it's not that big of a deal. And if it is, that's not my fault. And if it was, I didn't mean it. I've been doing this a long time, okay? People do this in these debates and in these in in these discussions. It happens with Diablo 4 all the time. And it's like You'll push back on it, and then people are like, well, that's not... And then hang on a minute. No, that's what you meant. It's fine. That's what you meant. Did you misunderstand me? No. We understood you clearly. You're trying to claim that we misunderstood you. We have a screenshot of what you said. You said two different statements. People who play Final Fantasy 16 shows there's nothing to play good this summer. You can enjoy Final Fantasy 16. My position will stay the same. Gaming is dry if Final Fantasy 16 is your go-to right now, and that's facts. The antecedent to that's facts is not your feelings. The antecedent to that's facts, that's facts antecedent it's referring back to your statement you're claiming your statement about gaming being dry and that's why people are enjoying final fantasy 16 you're claiming that's a fact okay linguistically grammatically nobody misunderstood you yeah sorry that that doesn't fly here I'm not, not going to let somebody do that. Come in and just make some sweepingly condescending statement about people enjoying a game. And then we get called on it. You want to pull this BS cowardly move. Like, well, y'all misunderstood me. No, we didn't. Nope. 
Now you're trying to tell me how I meant for someone to be understood. It's crazy and can't be proven. I just broke down your sentence, okay? Way too much energy for that little comment. I disagree. I'm, I'm, I'm not here to pass your check about what I should pay attention to or not attention to. I'm in charge of the show, not you. And I think it's a worthy discussion because this happens all of the time. I've been covering Diablo 4 for months, and this is a common trope of the debate. Well, this is how it's always been, and I enjoy the seasonal format. Therefore, it should stay that way. It's expressed as if this is just a fact of ARPGs. I've had people literally tell me that this is just how ARPGs are, bro. This is just how ARPGs are. What are you talking about? The whopping two in the market that do this? The two? This is this is tan this is more than tangentially related to the discussion today. It quite literally is what we've encountered since the beginning of this debate months ago. Lono, you don't appreciate any game for the positives that gives. You always try to find the negatives. What a brilliant false summary of my coverage. People like you are a nuisance. You're a nuisance. That's not true. I, we ju- I've got videos on how Starfield could win Game of the Year. I've got videos on how I think Lords of the Fallen could win Game of the Year. I have first impressions of Final Fantasy 16. Talking about all the positives. You're, what you're saying isn't true. Like, why'd you type that? That's all I do is find negatives? You're a nuisance. Like, that's not true at all. Like, why, why summarize all my coverage in that way? It doesn't make any sense. What are you basing that off of? Maybe you typically watch negative content and maybe you're not seeing my other streams. I don't know. Do you not watch my positive content? I think Lono is too positive on Starfield. Yeah, I've had a lot of people say I've, I defend Starfield too much. He's baiting? I don't think he's baiting. He has a green badge. Didn't you just get attacked for saying you liked a game? Yeah, I was praising Final Fantasy 16 and, and, and was told that I was enjoying it because there's a gaming drought right now. We know they don't watch the positive content. You have to find negatives in order to comprehensively and fairly review and critique something. Yeah, I don't think you can just be 100% positive. I don't think that that's generally a possibility. If you're just only talking about the positives, you're I don't honestly think you're looking at something accurately. Even my favorite game of all time, there's negative things that I would say about it. I would be critical of, of elements of Hellblade. I would be critical of elements of Ghost of Tsushima, and those are those are those are some of my favorite games of all time. It's not, I mean, you can't really have a discussion and just speak in positive platitudes. That doesn't, that doesn't work, right? And today's discussion is actually taking up a positive position and saying, these players matter. These players should be considered in the grand scheme of the discussion about Diablo 4. 
dismissing them and acting as if they don't matter. That's like a negative outlook. You, you see what I'm saying? Like, if to be to be negative in this regard would be like, oh, those people don't matter. Let's just let the game be the game. That that's that's actually a negative outlook. It's like, well, no, we're not going to consider these these pieces of feedback and what players are saying they would like. My top three in order. Oh, Hellblade's always at the top. After that, it's like it's such a it's so hard because like Ori in the Blind Forest and Will of the Wisps is like all balled up together for me. That's one of my all time favorites as well. Ghost of Tsushima is one of my all time favorites. Uh, Sekiro is up there, right? The we're, there's 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 so many things that those games they th- those games are like meaningful to me. <clears throat> I've not heard any talks, Tim, about a new class rollout for Diablo 4. No. Uh-uh. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, you're done. <laughs> I tried, chat. I tried. I was really nice. I was pretty... I feel like I was pretty patient. And they went full, so pour one out, pour one out for them. They're gone. Five spot from Patrick. Lono, I'm going to need you to get another cup of Reforge and leave poor Cam- Carmilla alone. It's overkill at this point. The tongue lashing was brilliant. I moved on. I was. I started talking about Diablo again. I moved on. Come on now. That was one of the shortest. That was one of the shortest beatdowns I've ever done. I got in, foo, 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 and I got out. Come on. And that's facts. <laughs> and that's facts. Come on now. Emony Christmas. Let, let's hit 400 likes. Let's hit the next member milestone. Let's move on. All right. G- give me give me 50 more likes. There's almost 600 people here. All right. We got a little bit of time before we got to go to our premiere today. The premiere today is about the Nintendo Switch 2. It's in the wild. And I'm going to tell you why. So make sure you're here for that. And uh, you still got some time to keep pushing. Keep pushing the numbers, folks. Oh, I feel Diablo seasons will be amazing. That's facts. (laughs) You've gained a level. You handle this pretty well. That's what I'm saying, man. I I feel like I was really nice. I feel like I took my... I feel like I got in and got out. (laughs) You know? Come on now. A couple of months ago, I'd have spent 45 minutes on that. I was like, no, we got to get back to the topic at hand. Stone Spire says, we're going to hit 50 right now, but not just 50. He's going to be the go-ahead agent of chaos, 51. And the next would be 75. You're the best. You're the best, Stone Spire. We still haven't gotten a gifted member to my brother, Derek. So keep it going. You're not, it's, it's in my contract. You're not allowed to stop gifting members until he gets one. Bear, stop! <laughs> Jesus was a PC gamer. His dad could get him the 4090 Ti before Nvidia even made one. His dad has some fancy lawyer or something. Stop! I had to read that one. That was funny. 52 members. Another gifted from Ward Huff. Single gifteds work just as well. Thank you so much, Ward Huff. <clears throat> Yo, good morning, Zinthos. How are you? <clears throat> My most anticipated thing in gaming right now is the Switch 2. You'll like the uh, the premiere today, so make sure you guys stick around for that. 
James Wolfgang with 14 months and it's a member plus. So the question is, is that's facts. The same tier is wait until. <laughs> no, the wait until moment was a little different. Wait until. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's funny though. That's a good callback. That's a good callback. Come on, y'all. All you sleeping lurkers out there. There's 590 people here right now. Smash that thumbs up button. Minimize that chat. Thing about finding out you're wrong is that you're no longer wrong. Yeah, you know, it, it, can, it can be liberating. It can be liberating. Thank you, everybody, today for pushing the sub button. Subscribing to the channel is free, and we greatly appreciate the fact that you guys are pushing that button. Um, okay. Thank you so much, Outsider, for gifting a member. And it goes to Lord Rain. We're trying to target. We're trying to target my brother. Everybody, everybody, just gift one. Let's see if we can't get him. Let's scoop him up and get him back in member goal. Um, but the topic today was spurred on by a video. Asmongold reacted to the Comeback Kids, and part of me wanted to react to that video, react to a reaction, uh, but I didn't. That's a little. It's a little too meta for my blood. Um. And so I pulled some choice quotes out and just entertained the idea of do casuals matter? Curious where you guys land on this. Do, well, actually, let's just take the, Let's just take this another from another approach here. Do you think there will be any changes from Blizzard on this subject? And when do they try to make some adjustments before season one? Do they try to make adjustments before season two? Do they make any adjustments at all with respect to like the battle pass and needing a new character? DK Baker always gifting so many single memberships. This guy is amazing. He is always out here punching that line up. Thank you, DK Baker. It goes to Greg Rocks. <coughs> Excuse me. Sup, Lono in chat. What's good, dat dude? Haven't been able to be here live, but catching the VODs. Congrats on the baby face. Thank you. Appreciate that. Casuals make up the vast majority, really, says James. I don't know if that's true in a game like Diablo. I don't think they make up the vast majority. I think they make up a big chunk. And I think you have to consider the economic impact of that chunk of people. You can't can't just ignore that group. Right. Good morning, Brown Excellence. How are you? Isn't season one like a week or two away? Yeah, we don't know the exact date. I think we're going to get the exact date today. I think we're going to get that exact date today. They're going to be doing a uh, a dev stream today. No, not the shave. It'll grow back. It's already grown back. It's already getting dark. It's coming back. I, I you guys hit four thousand members. I owed you. I has that was the deal. Roic gifts a member, and that's the layup. Fifty five. That's a 20-bomb layup. We're 20 away from 75. If a big boy comes in and drops 20, ah, I got a good feeling about that. That would scoop up Derek. Can't wait for Season 1 reveal today. There's a little ego in it. I do want to be right, so I need to find out when I'm wrong so I can work on it. Well, yeah. Season 1 was finished and in the can before the launch of Season 2. That's being worked on now. If we see changes, it'll be Season 3 at the earliest. You streaming it? No. The last time we stre- the last two times we've streamed dev updates, <clears throat> the last time we streamed the dev updates, nobody it was terrible. You you not you guys, but the main sub base on this channel responded terribly. The viewership was bad. 
the the VOD did bad. I was like, I'm not doing that again. I figured, let's do an opinion piece in the morning. Let's have our own discussion. I'm, I'm not co-streaming those events anymore. The, the, the viewer retention and, and, and viewership is awful. I think it's because they're not very good streams. I'm not throwing shade, but I think, they're, I think their streams are extremely self-indulgent. I don't like them. I like the people. I don't like the streams. JC gifts a member and it goes to Spartan. Pushes us to 56. All those single gifteds add up. Thank you so much, everybody who's done one today. Hilly says, I think the time frame they have laid out is accurate. They don't move quickly and leave changes longer than the community would like. Blizzard has form with Overwatch. That's That's the best example. Saw a rumor for the week 17th. That's the release. The actual streams were horrible. Or was that the Sea of Thieves one? The Sea of Thieves one was one of, I think, one of the worst developer streams I've ever watched in my life. The ones with Diablo, they're not that bad, but I think they're pretty bad. I, I, they're, 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 I don't know. I don't feel like they're organized that well. I don't feel like they're clear on things sometimes. It, it feels like they're kind of goofing around. I don't, I don't know. I'm a little spoiled because I always felt like the game I used to cover, they would sit down and be super effective with their time. You know, 45 minutes later and you were like, that was great. Thank you. I feel like the Diablo streams are this meandering mess of bullet points. I I don't like covering them and I don't really think I will anymore. Today being the first day where I'm like, yeah, no, thank you. The last two times I covered it, I feel like you guys just fumbled the ball and nobody wanted to watch because it's just... There's no organization to it. I don't... All these inside jokes and stuff. It's like... Pay attention to us. We're the ones watching. What are, you, what are y'all doing? Smiley with 18 months and it's a VIP. The Sea of Thieves stream was hilarious just because of your commentary. Yeah, I can only make something like that so entertaining though. Before I don't want to be mean. Like, I don't want to be like making fun of people. But yeah, the Sea of Thieves stream. That one, that one was rough. I did my absolute best with that one. Division 2 dev stream was the worst. Yeah, that one was pretty bad. The weird one with that one is like, don't you guys, I don't understand what y'all are doing. <laughs> I don't understand what y'all are doing. You're supposed to be like this big push for the new year and it was just so, so boring. How many times do we have to have this conversation? Devs who create live service games will always shun the casual players while catering to the no life losers who all they do is play this game. Well, I don't agree with that at all. And this conversation hit a fever pitch in the last couple of days because the Comeback Kids made a video that said the game was in trouble. It was in jeopardy. Asman reacts, says, you know, the title of his stream was Diablo 4 is in danger. And the conversation came up, right? While they neglect their wives and family and work. Yeah, I don't know why you're being just so charged in your language, Resident Recon. Plenty of people play Diablo 4 and are not, as you're calling them, no-life losers who neglect their wives and family and work. Like, I'm, you're, 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 a, you're talking at a level that nobody else is talking. We can't really engage with you when you're all the way up there. That's, that's almost impossible for me to have a conversation with. Um. Oh, really, Abe? All right, hang on a second. Hang on a second. Let's go here. Uh, 
I mean, it's an older account, so. Didn't he or does he have a channel? Joseph Mast, we've not gone by that name for years. Is he projecting? I have no idea. Resident Recon, is your husband playing too much, says Zubair. <laughs> I don't think it's mean to repeat someone's words back to them as they den- they deny the reality of those words. Um, no life losers? That's one-eighth facts. <laughs> Five gifted members from Cybergun. We're trying to get a membership to land on my brother. That takes us to 61 members on the day. Thank you so much, Cybergun. Seeing names like Ryan K and Nextdot get those memberships. That's always exciting to see people. Who hurt them? That statement seems kind of harsh. I mean, my experience with Resident Recon is that they, they're they pretty... They don't have a whole lot of tact. I've, I've, they've got some comments on my videos sometimes. I'm like, my gosh, it's just always inflammatory. Um, it doesn't need to be at that level of language, right? And, and my position on this is that Blizzard will make changes if, if there's enough of an economic impetus, right? I believe that. Um, okay, hang on. I got to read this. Hmm. Uh, uh. Mm -mm, put me down for willingness okay are you going to cover the next Borderlands whenever it eventually gets announced and drops oh of course of course like I don't know when we're going to see another Borderlands I'm not actually sure what their plans are we don't know we don't even know what the status of the movie is the rumor is that the movie's doing a bunch of reshoots so I would think they would try to time a game with the movie in some facet because you know the movie could be very good for the brand it could be very good for um, for Borderlands I felt like Tiny Tina or I felt like that game the Tiny Tina's Wonderlands was better than Borderlands 3 so you a fan of Borderlands? Yeah. Oh, yes. I played them all. Borderlands 1 and all the DLC by myself, with my friends, and with my wife. Borderlands 2 by myself, with my friends, and with my wife. I had multiple characters, played through all the content, played through the pre-sequel, um, and did not like Borderlands 3, and really liked Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. I thought it was better than Borderlands 3. I found your channel through Borderlands. Yeah, that when early on when I first started, I was doing a lot of Borderlands. Yeah, when I first started streaming, it was a lot of Borderlands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, such a great, great game. Doesn't that movie have Kevin Hart and Jack Black in it? I don't know about Jack Black, but I'm pretty sure Kevin Hart is in it. Yes. Nineteen is better than Borderlands Three. You tripping? Wonderland's endgame is the problem most players have with it. See, that's the problem. I never play those games for their endgame, so I thought the base game experience and the weapons and the story was so much better in Wonderland's. Borderlands 3, 
I thought the base game and the story was terribly designed. I didn't think it. I didn't think it was good at all. Um, we are gonna go. Let me get this set up. Uh, we need fourteen more members to hit seventy-five, <clears throat> and then I will owe you guys fifteen members. Uh, let's see. Then no switch to debrief. Hey. Put that there. And that there. Okay. And. Yeah. Mm, let's set that there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to set the premiere a little earlier than usual. We'll go, we'll go at quarter till instead of noon. Because um, this one didn't really hit. <clears throat> this video today about Diablo didn't really hit the sub base. As strongly as typical, um, Diablo has been very good to us, and I don't know what happens on the days they do these dev streams, but it's like the community just checks out. It's very strange. There was plot lines that still haven't been resolved yet. In what? In Borderlands Three? You just didn't like Borderlands Three because there's a lot of other games to play, and that's facts. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's true. That's true. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. You know the reason why I didn't like it. That's amazing. Uh, I'm not going to schedule the premiere for tomorrow. <laughs> that was so funny today. Oh, I'm sorry, that was yesterday when I did that. People got over there like, this thing premieres in in a, a day from now? Like, what's Lono doing? Okay. Uh, today at 11.45. Schedule. Derek, his membership yet? No, no. If you guys get 14 more, then I'll owe 15. That's like, I'll do my 15 during the premiere. That's like 29. That should really, really increase the likelihood that he gets one. That's a lot. I mean, that's... Wait, no, I don't want the members recap featured. I want the Switch video. Uh, Let's do this. Let's do this and that. Tapping. When's vacation again? 17th through the 21st. So you got me the rest of this week, and I'll be here all next week. Yep. Next week, Friday, will be a teeny bit different. Um, It will be a teeny bit different. YouTube must be having a problem. We just jumped up by, like, 50 viewers. A bunch of people probably had to refresh. Um, So we're about to... We're going to hit 600, and then we're going to drop like a rock. So YouTube must be making you guys refresh. They were having problems yesterday. That's why I'm bailing a little bit quicker. I don't like streaming when YouTube's acting up. Unenjoyable. Frustrating. It's hard to have a conversation when things aren't working properly. Thankfully, it didn't affect today as much as yesterday. If you guys are watching on Kick, come over to YouTube. I'm going to go ahead and end the stream over there as well. That platform's not been running well either. It's like we, we, we were typically in the 20 and 30 viewers, and now I'm streaming to two people, it says. I don't know what's going on over there either. Uh, midweek weather's a bit nicer where I am. I noticed the school kids hanging around in town uh, instead of going home. Yeah, summer always gets funky, but I don't think that's the issue. I just think the Diablo topic in general, I think the Diablo topic in general is just getting long in the tooth. I wasn't going to cover Diablo again until the new season started, but then I saw this hit a fever pitch. I was like, oh man, people are saying it's in trouble. Asmund's reacting. Oh my gosh, what's going on? I think maybe today's title and thumbnail should have been different. I should have leaned into what everybody else was saying, and I didn't want to do that. 
because my perspective is not oh my gosh the game's in trouble my perspective is casuals matter like that's that's been my perspective kvax gives a membership and pushes us to 62 catwalk gives a membership and pushes us to 63 and we hit cami and we hit rel mex or two members away from the layup come on that was my go at Derek. you tried kvax you tried I'll also be doing mine during the premiere when we go to it. So stick around, don't go anywhere. It was a good it was a good try, Kvax. Currently it's 84 outside with a real feel of 103. No outside for Zuby today. I still have somebody this direction. They're still setting off fireworks. They did it this morning, they did it yesterday morning, and then they just did it again. It's like how do you tell somebody they're an idiot without causing a fight? It's like you're an idiot. Stop. Like what are you doing? I swear people do it because they know they're going to make you say something and then you're the then you're the jerk. It's like, no, you're the jerk. You're setting off fireworks days later because you're obnoxious. When's the Diablo stream? It's this afternoon. Kvax tries again. He bumps the line to 64. Trying to do the layup, it goes to the Vitruvian man. It'll be, uh, it will be okay. I shall prepare memes to pay what is due. <laughs> they bought too many. Listen, if you bought too many, then just save them. <laughs> I don't know. There, there's, there's events and things coming you could save them for. Jiminy Christmas. 10 in the morning no I'm sorry it was like 8 in the morning he was just setting them off yesterday and today you're such an idiot I think it's is it 2pm eastern or 3pm eastern I can't remember just got here you look so different look you guys hit the 4,000 member goal I don't know why everybody's surprised you know what I mean it's not just because they like them you're projecting aren't you no, if you're setting off fireworks days before and after in the middle of the day in the early morning, no, you're an idiot and people should call you an idiot. No one likes you. All of your neighbors resent you. Like, have some self-awareness. You deserve to be called an idiot. 66 members, two more gifteds come in from Next Doc and DK Beggar and Will and it goes to Hassan, the Skull Bandit, and GS. No, you, you, that's the stupidest thing. I like music. That doesn't mean I go set up a concert, you know, speaker system in my backyard and blare music eight in the morning, right? There's proper times for that kind of sound disruption. It's stupid. There's no other word for it. Day of, I don't give a frick, man. All day long, you want to do it, totally fine. Days, days after, you're an idiot. Glad I found your channel again. I'll be looking out for your vids. Thank you. Jay Wright gifts a membership. Jay Wright gifts one. It goes to Gaming Laundry. Takes us to 68. Almost to 75. Yo, what's good, Behemoth? Happens here in November. Night of the 5th. And people set them off days before. Ridiculous. My wife and I have been on a Fear Thy Neighbor binge. And it really gives light to how evil people can be. Even those you're close to. That's what I'm saying. You gotta use up those fireworks before they get moldy. 
Yeah, they go, yeah, yeah. Vodka spoils after it's been open. Yeah. Gotta use them up. <laughs> Stupid. Oh. You're really letting your grandpa show? No, I'm not. When you are in a rural setting like this, you're in the suburbs and your houses are right next to each other. Lighting off fireworks days after the holiday in the morning at eight in the morning and right now just in the middle of the afternoon get the frick out of here that's ridiculous zybersword takes the members to 69 nice thank you zybersword i'm not even being i'm not even being a grandpa about it it's very sensible Mm-mm. I like the clean shave. The mustache doesn't work. Looks like a bearded lip. Not a good look. K. Dono's about to retire. He's so crabby. I'm not. I'm. It doesn't even bother me. I'm in my basement. I'm just. I'm just telling you that that, that if that's what you're doing, you're stupid. <laughs> like, man, I'm not. I'm not an old man yelling at a cloud, like. If you need to be told that setting off fireworks at 8 in the morning, two days after the 4th of July, if you need to be told that that's stupid and inconsiderate, you have serious problems with self-awareness. Like, nobody should need to tell you that, right? Like, 8 in the morning, like two days later, right? What are you doing? Do something, Grandpa? I don't know who it is. What, am I going to run outside and, like, try to find them? Like... I'm in my home working. I hear it and I'm like, what in the world? Can you imagine having a baby or something and you finally get them to sleep and some jack wagons lighting off fireworks days later in the middle of the morning or the day? Get the frick out of here. All right, you guys have one minute to scramble for 75. You have one minute and we're getting the heck out of here. We're going to go over and watch this premiere about the Switch 2. I'll put a link in chat. And it'll also be a featured video on the channel. And then we're going to hang out with members after. So come along to the premiere. You might get a gifted member. Currently, I owe you 10. I'll owe you 15 if you guys can slam this home rather quickly. You got about you got a little bit of time. You can also hit this goal in the premiere if you want to wait. That's also a possibility. I saw a good tweet the other day. Dude driving a $70,000 truck, pulling a $100,000 boat on his way to set off $2,000 worth of fireworks. Complaining about the economy. (laughs) Uh, I only find it annoying because our dog barks at every sound. Yeah. I also don't like people to just put their dog in the backyard and the dog just barks and barks and barks and barks and barks. Like, you're just as stupid. Like, no one likes you. Put your dog inside. Gee, many frickin' Christmas. Like, I don't hear it. Yeah, we can tell. 74 the five bomb comes in the five bomb comes in from super gaming we only need one more all right i'm gonna put a link in chat let's head over to this uh let's head over to this switch premiere the switch 2 the nintendo switch 2 it's in the wild all right and uh, the timeline's lining up with other leaks that we've looked at so let's head over to this premiere make sure when you get over this premiere you slam home that like button we have a much smaller turnout today than typical so we're gonna have to put this premiere on our back all right hit that button uh over there 
hit the link in chat or I'm going to redirect you guys over there and I'm going to probably end up owing you 15 members. We're, we're close enough to 75. It's probably going to happen. I'll see you guys over there in the premiere.